Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Eric Bird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, we have to talk about something that's very bad. Airbnb and state or city or county taxes retroactive? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is not great news, but Airbnb hosts under attack this time Hawaii, and I'm going to talk about it because it's siphoning your wealth, siphoning my wealth in this case. And welcome. Stop struggling now, gear. Check. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have to talk about this. This is because, again, you heard correctly. Notification, Airbnb gave out information because they were gonna be under subpoena for people who are host. And that also means it could be VRBO, it could be any host in Hawaii. There's some discrepancies, but I'm gonna go over it right now. And this also leads you to think about your jurisdiction, your state, your county, even internationally, you could possibly be taxed so think about that. Now let's get into it on the computer. All right, welcome back. And as you can see, we're on the Stop Struggling Now YouTube channel page. And I want to thank you for being here. And of course, please share the videos so we can at least help even if it's one person, even if it's five people, if it turns into a thousand, if it turns into a million, that is awesome. But please share the videos to help everybody. Because the information can help everybody around the world even. So again, I have to always point out the join button over here on the right hand side. That's how you become a member of the channel. And under the community tab, you receive one or two videos specifically for members of the channel. You also receive special messages under the community tab. And on Wednesday nights lives, members only chat. Everybody else can watch. And I also talk with members of the channel if they want to discuss certain topics. That's also a thing. So I want to get into this right now, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of people, they know about Airbnb. They know about VRBO. They've heard about all of this vacation rentals using your property. But what you don't hear about is when counties, cities, states change the rules because they're not getting a piece of the pie. Well, what do we call this, ladies and gentlemen? Siphoning off your wealth. And I have something to show you guys that just happened recently over the last four to five months. In a lot of states in the U.S., they have jurisdictions, whether it's the city, state, county, whatever, and they're changing the rules because they either feel you should be a business, all right? 
So now they want to tax people or they'll block it altogether. There's jurisdictions that just block altogether because they call it residentially zoned. So therefore, we don't want this short-term vacation rentals allowed. So there's all kind of things that happen. But here's a new twist for you. I want to show you how your wealth can be siphoned off. This is happening to me as we speak. Hawaii may subpoena Airbnb for tax records of rental hosts. Amid investigation. Okay, they're not subpoenaing the tax records because Airbnb doesn't have tax records. What they're subpoenaing is host. So all the hosts in Hawaii, they want that information because why? If you own a condo or a timeshare or any property that you can rent out on any island in the state of Hawaii, there's no record. People are paying through Airbnb. Airbnb is in San Francisco. Airbnb or VRBO, their headquarters are uh, in the United States. Therefore, they are collecting the money for the host. Then they pay the host. This has nothing to do with Hawaii. So, Hawaii implemented a tax law starting in November of last year. And, of course, Airbnb and Hawaii, state of Hawaii, came to an agreement. You want to know what that agreement was? Look here, ladies and gentlemen. This is November. Okay, I want to show you. This is November 7th, last year. I mean, uh, 2019. A judge ruled Wednesday that Hawaii tax authorities may subpoena Airbnb for records of its host. Right? state investigates whether operators of vacation rentals have been paying their taxes this is it here it is airbnb and the state department of taxation have already agreed which records the company will provide so they came to an agreement so they're throwing somebody under the bus guess who that somebody is from 2016 to 2018 they're gonna give the top 1,000 hosts in hawaii the islands of Hawaii, the top 1,000 hosts, they're giving their tax information, meaning they're telling them how much the person gross revenue was. So you guys understand in this, right? Going back, so now they're trying to do this starting November 2019. A judge rules that this can happen. They already come up with, okay, we're going to do it. It takes a full, roughly year later, before Airbnb gives out the information. Now, here's where this came in in 2019. Host files a legal challenge. Airbnb won't provide the data until the case is resolved. Well, it got resolved a year later, November 20th. So all of a sudden, I got a notice at the beginning of this year, because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, I'm one of the top 1,000 hosts, gross revenue-wise, in the state of Hawaii between, well, 2016 through 2018. Three years. Two years after the fact, nobody knows about it. Now, here's the thing. If you own property, like we've been talking about pre-construction property, for instance, in Dominican Republic, in Mexico these type of places well 
This is why downtown, for instance, downtown Miami is specifically approved for Airbnb rentals. There may be some law tax-wise for paying taxes in the state of Florida. I don't know for sure yet, but with Airbnb, they haven't sent me anything talking about state of Florida is looking for tax because in Florida, there's no personal state tax. In fact, their corporate tax, as long as you have an S-Corp, an LLC, or a sole proprietorship, you don't even pay a state corporate tax, okay? Only if you have a corporation. So the point I'm trying to make here is that this is unique to certain jurisdictions, this tax siphoning off your wealth, and now it's two years later, three years later, you get notification, and they sit here and tell me, Eric, you owe us thousands of dollars. And just so you guys are very clear, this is like seven, eight, nine, ten percent. So if you made fifty thousand, five grand in tax, if you made one hundred thousand, that's ten grand in tax. This is over the gross revenue. Never mind if you had to pay let's say $1,000 for maintenance fee for the timeshare, because that's what I do. Never mind if you had $600 a month HOA. It, you don't get to deduct that. You have to pay on gross receipt. This could add up, ladies and gentlemen. If you are doing significant business on the Hawaiian Islands, three years worth of significant business where you could be doing 20000 one year, 50000 another, 200000 another, you guys can start doing the numbers when you say 10%, and that's not on profit. This is a travesty. This is how people are getting taken advantage of. Now, some of you might be saying, hey, Eric, okay, I get your timeshare thing. No, you don't get it yet. Let me explain something. When a person checks in in Hawaii, because a timeshare is a hotel, is a condo. It's all three, but it's a hotel. You have to check in at the front desk. The hotel actually pays tax. The Hawaii taxes are paid. No way to escape it. A person that owns a personal condo, well, you could have escaped it because you were just getting paid directly by Airbnb. Nobody's collecting any Hawaii tax. Okay? Now, the authorities in Hawaii, get this, ladies and gentlemen, the tax authorities go, oh, no, no, no. The tax that's collected by the hotels, which is a timeshare, those don't count. Those are something else called TOS. I'm like, wait, what? So all this time, some host, well, me, and there's other hosts who thought they should pay taxes. I mean, don't get this twisted. There's some hosts who said, yeah, you should pay taxes just like a hotel. I was like, but wait, the hotel actually collects it and they have a master plan that they pay the tax for that because it's a timeshare. It's not a condominium association. So anyhow, there's distinctions as far as I was concerned. So I just went on about my business over the years. I get this huge tax bill and I'm sitting there in disbelief. I talk with the tax authorities and they give me some nonsense and I'm about to show you some stuff right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here is this transient transient accommodations tax this is a tax but what before we go any further i did mention mexico i did mention uh, puna cana and dominican republic i did mention pre-construction in downtown miami and that there's no state tax for miami 
So I doubt if the Airbnb has a transient tax, but I don't know. Maybe they'll implement it. But all I was trying to say was this is a perfect example of if you have property outside the country, there's no tax. They don't have a tax for uh, short-term rentals. That's why the properties that are pre-construction right now, they're built for short-term rentals in these locations like in Cancun, Mexico, in Dominican Republic. So that's what you have to look for. Is it Airbnb friendly? That's what you first want to look at. And then you want to look at the tax implications for that. Now, in some countries, there may be tax implications. And I believe there may be tax implications in the DR, for instance. It all depends. You have to look into it. But at least you know that going in. They don't, you don't get a two-year later notice going, oh, wait, we got to talk to you about 2016, 2017, and 2018. That's crazy right there. But this is what's happening in our country right now, and it's just going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to scroll through this. That, that transient occupant, uh, accommodations tax, transient accommodations tax known as TAT. Okay, there's a TAT, and there's something called a GET. Altogether, if we talk about in 2021, we're talking about 9 or 10% for one of them and 4% for another, 14% on gross receipts, not even after your expenses. It's on gross, which is even worse because that means you're going to be taxed more than you're actually making. So let's just give you an example. Let's say you made uh, $2,000. You have to give up. $200 off the top. So if it costs you $1,000, let's say maintenance fees, HOA, whatever you want to call it, that means your profit is now $800. All right? You still are going to have to pay federal income tax on this as well. Just to give you an idea, not only that, remember, the hotel timeshare already collected another TAT because, or they call it TOS actually, T-O-S. They collected another tax. Now, let me show you some things here because this is getting so fuzzy and so crazy. I actually had to do a video about this because I, for one, don't agree with what they're doing. And here it is. I'm going to have a link down below for this so you guys can actually see it yourself for that article and the tat. And I'll probably have some other things. You know, we got to get you guys into the wealth game. So get your free shares of stock from Robinhood and Webull down below. But what is transient accommodations? That's just basically short-term rentals. All right? And here it is. State of Hawaii beginning tax year 2019 on the gross receipts of transient accommodations, brokers, travel agents, and tour packages. Okay, when a person does Airbnb and all that, that is not brokers, travel agents, and tour packages. You see where I'm going with this? Here we go. What is a transient accommodation? Room, apartment, house, condominium, beach house. They've included hotel room, suite, or similar living accommodations rented to a transient person who stays there less than 180 consecutive days. So that's where you know the cutoff is. If a person's staying there six months or less, you're going to be paying this tat and you're going to be paying something called a get. 
all right those are all taxes which equals right now roughly 14 percent if i'm not mistaken all right it's a little lower from in 2016 2017 but they increased it all right so you got to keep this in mind look at this your gross rental proceeds gross this isn't after tax this is gross for example you may not deduct interest paid on mortgage labor costs the cost of supplies or cost incurred to provide services to guests or tenants this is incredible gross rental also includes if you added meals laundry services this is insane all right here's the get gross rental proceeds do not include general excise tax get so that's where you have to pay the get of four percent and it could include a county surcharge that's right ladies and gentlemen the tat 10 percent the get four percent actually the tat is 10.25 percent by the way in 2020 and 2021 and now they're saying if a county in one of the islands says oh we're gonna we want an extra one percent or 1.75 percent you're gonna have to pay that too off the gross we still haven't even gotten to your federal tax returns ladies and gentlemen all right so i just wanted to show you this because this is appalling here it is very few costs of expenses may be deducted most business expenses allowed as deductions on your income tax return are not deductible on your tax return for example utility bills maintenance cleaning management fees commissions to travel agents are not deductible which i know had another beef with them i said hey if i buy something from somebody they say hey i have a rental for a thousand dollars i bought i paid them a thousand they have to pay the tax the get on the thousand then now i gotta pay because i sold it to another person for two grand i gotta pay the tat the get on two thousand and the hotel collected some more tos i'm like guys come on man that's triple taxation and they're saying right here you don't get to deduct any of that one thousand that i actually paid the first person for and now i only made a thousand so now again we're back to two hundred dollars less so yeah i mean it's a nice profit that's eight hundred dollars but remember you still have federal income taxes you still have potentially state income taxes this is insane in your own home state you're paying taxes in hawaii that you don't even live in okay now let me show you something here it is here see look here's the room yeah see the 10.25 one hundred dollars get this they have it now let's say i include it into 114.25 but because i included it now they're going to tell me oh we want the tack and the get on the 114.25 so now we have to actually separate the tax when we uh, uh charge a person on airbnb we have to separate it out otherwise you have to pay off the 114 total versus the 100 dollars. it's crazy crazy what they're doing so this is how they show you the examples non-visible pass-through which means now you got to pay 114.75 because you collected 114.75 meaning you upped your uh, hotel room to 114.75 so and you can't do that you got to put it at 100 and then on the platform you have to say ten dollars for tat four dollars for or four percent ten point two five percent for tat 
4% forget. That's how you have to do it and you collected 100, so now you owe 1425. If you paid that one, if they paid you 11475 because you increased the room rate, thinking that included the tat, guess what? You're paying more. You're paying 114 now. That's crazy, right? So then here's a little funny thing. Here's timeshare occupancy right here, ladies and gentlemen. The TSO. Timeshare occupancy. And here's where the problem comes in. The timeshare interval owners are occupying a transient accommodation, which is true because it's short term. It's under 180 days. But look at this language. The TAT imposed on the occupancy of the timeshare is called the TSO. So again, I'm arguing with the guys at the tax offices in Hawaii saying, hey, man, when they when the when the uh, timeshare master plan hotel collects the TSO, that is TAT. And they said, oh, no, no, Eric, it's not TAT. No, 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 no. That don't count. That has nothing to do with it. So here it is. Is the timeshare owner responsible for filing the tax returns for the TSO? No. The timeshare plan manager is responsible for collecting the tax, filing the tax returns, and paying the tax of the Department of Taxation. So here's what happened. The guys down at the offices are sitting in there going, oh, no, we see that. But we don't care about that. Why? Because you were selling on Airbnb. And the fact that you were selling on Airbnb, we want some of that gross, some of that tax off your gross returns. Meaning that 10.25%, 4%. You guys know that's 14%, right? So even, that's even more than what's reasonable. That's ridiculous. All right? So all I'm trying to say is, this is how they siphon off your wealth. And you're sitting out here busting your behind, working hard, making deals. And the next thing you know, they change some rules and they say, oh, no, none of that applies. You're going to have to pay tax. And now there's something called fair value, fair market value, which is what the TSO is actually paid on. But they're saying that's not good enough, nor are they giving us a reduction off of that either. So to me, again, double, triple, whatever tax without representation is what officially happened. And because of that subpoena, and Airbnb said, oh, yeah, we'll just give you the top 1,000 people who made the most over 20 each tax year, 2016, 2017, 2018. Meanwhile, the other thousand, whoever knows how many thousands, who aren't in the top 1,000, they don't send their information and guess what happens? Since they didn't send their information, they don't have to pay the tax because it's not trackable. It's insane. So anyhow, this is why I had to bring this up because whenever you're doing something in America, remember, inflation kicks in, credit crunch happens, States now do not get federal funding and federal aid that uh, they normally would receive. So they start reaching out in the pockets of their constituents, of their owners. This is what they do. If you start talking about 14% plus off of your money every time you do business, how long can you stay in business off of your gross? If it was off of after your uh, profit, that might make it a little more palatable. 
but this thing off of gross? Can you imagine a company that made $100 million? Not profit, but you know how companies are. They made $1 billion, but yet after expenses, after depreciations, after all that, they say, well, we're taxed at $100 million. Can you imagine somebody saying, hey, you made $1 billion gross revenue. We want 14%. I mean, Jesus, how many people is going to be trying to figure out I'm not doing business in America nor with them anymore? That's the way I'm looking at it myself. So I just wanted to point this out, ladies and gentlemen. I know this video went a bit long, but it's more or less I had to show you that this is what is the capabilities living in a country that is allegedly a capitalist society. You can't be fooled. It's really something else. Robbing from the poor, robbing from the hard workers is taxes. And the only way you can avoid them is having your own businesses and then avoiding the tax state. That's why a lot of people have left California and New York and found refuge in other states that have no state tax. Because California has 10% state tax for their citizens. All right. So with all that said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And please like, subscribe. And click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. But I have to show you, be diligent and be thoughtful and be mindful of being taxed for everything you sell when it comes to when you're making money. Whether you're a sole proprietorship, whether you're an LLC, whether you're a corporation, whether you're an S-Corp, it does not matter. You have to be diligent or have tax professionals who are going to be diligent. But even a tax professional who's diligent, there's no way you can do retroactive. If a country or a state or a city says, hey, you know what, we're going to actually have to go back three, four years and start from there and tax you on something which before we weren't going to do or maybe it's a gray area. That There's no way even a tax professional would know that. So all I'm trying to say is stay vigilant, be careful, but don't be scared. And with all that said, keep your head up, keep moving, and I'm out.